0: The Red Room Theater, Episode 6, The Karate Kid. Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you gotta hang tough to make it. History repeats itself, try and you succeed. Never doubt that you're the one. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were Ooh. raised by movies. We are your hosts, Ernesto Alanese. And the newly Facebook official, Antonio Marino. Oh, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we look at one of the movies that help raise us up. We talk about how it raised us wrong, how it raised us right. Today, we talk about the classic American film, The Karate Kid. The year was 1984, and a little movie came out of nowhere called The Karate Kid. And this is one of those 80s movies. There's a lot of these. These, um, a kid with a talent. There's a skateboard movie, but rad. There's um, all these different movies where a kid learns some kind of cool skill, becomes cool, and popular with those friends. But there's always a girl. Always there's a girl. Always but a girl. There's only one, though, that stood the test of time like this bad boy did. man. It's the karate kid. AMC plays this movie so much and every time I'm just I'm I'm just plant and I gotta watch it. It's it's it just brings back all the memories, man. Just growing up. The movie's about a New Jersey kid. Right? New Jersey? Yep. And this kid, uh, the opening, like, you don't see him right away. The movie opens, you don't see the kid. But he's saying goodbye to his friends in a very New Jersey town. And they drive across the country. They leave in the a e- busted station wagon. Busted, dude. Old busted. And they drive across the whole country. A boy and his mom. And they move from the East Coast to the West Coast, from New Jersey to California. Uh, you can't get more far away than Palm that. Palm trees, movie stars, swimming pools. Oh, swimming pools. That swimming pool is nasty. it <laughs> was like Revenge of the Nerds too nasty. <laughs> and this young kid moves across the country. And just comes into a, a world he doesn't know. He comes into a new town. He has no friends. He's got to be in high school, right? Freshman high school. I, I think he turns sixteen. Oh, in the so movie, he turned like sixteen. In the movie, one. you're right. Um, so in the movie, this kid moves across the country, and immediately he's targeted by a group of friends, a group of a, a group of kids, and these kids terrorize him. I forgot how much they terrorized him, dude. They uh, he was always he's scraped up, beat up, black eye. He's always messed up, dude. Yeah. And he's and he's by himself, and it's a crew. It's a what, it's, four or five guys. Yeah, and they beat they they, they take him down, dude. No mercy. And uh, it's, this boy has to learn how to defend himself and find a way to fight these guys. That's really the, open, the basic the the structure structure of the story. It's all because of the girl that likes him though, and her ex boyfriend is the leader of the pack. Legit, dude. And he's the baddest dude. And he's such a nerd. Now that you look at it now, and he's wearing his little uh headband thing with, with his blonde hair. <laughs> All I gotta say is, what was hot in the 80s is not hot in the 2010s. Man, 2010s, we're almost at the 20s. It's maybe. still 16, it's about dude. To be 17 dog. It's true. But nowadays the teen throbs are six-packed, ripped out, shoulders. Daniel's Daniel is He's like, I don't know, man. A lot skinny. of girls like these skinny mugs nowadays. Skin and skinny bones, though, dude. Day, the... man, that's what, I, it's what half of uh, lead singer for bands now are just skin and bones. I guess. Maybe was, is that, so, that's, so that's hot now? I mean, I don't know, dude. <laughs> but Hansel's so hot right now. <laughs> so that's the movie, okay, in a nutshell. is So yeah, he, he goes to the beach making eyes at a girl, all his new They're, friends. Well, he's a good soccer player. And he's out there playing soccer, showing his moves. She's all getting into it. They're, you know, then then the sun goes down. There's the fire. They're all by the uh, fire, and they're making eyes at each other. And when you watch, you and think she's kid, digging him dude. He, he's, he's the world is his oyster. He's got friends all of a sudden. There's a girl making all the guys are like, "What? You got no moves from New Jersey?" He's all got moves. <laughs> Dude. I got all kinds of moves. <laughs> <laughs> and he grabs the ball and throws it over to her. Um, and he goes over there and, there and he's trying to teach her how. And he's doing the cla- Trying he, to do the bouncing off your knees. And, and he's trying to show her how to do it while getting you know, hung at the same time. It's a classic all real guy move. Let me show you how to use a putter. I mean, the classic guy yeah, move. Let me show move. you how to shoot this this eight ball, <laughs> corner <laughs> pocket. The classic guy move. And in dry, wait, I'm going to say this, okay? I don't want to be too much of a jerk, but the first act of this film, there's some cheese. I mean, some cheddar. Yeah, but it's awesome, Like though. when the bikes pull up, and that 80s uh, techno starts in right away. It Sounds like uh, that Crossfire game. Yeah, crossfire! Yeah! <laughs> Dude, the musical cues like and on the beach. It's, it's it's like a Beach Boy wannabe band it's like, playing. It's like Joe Satriani's <laughs> playing on every track. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the first act has some cheese. Once you get past that first act, the movie is. If you get past the cheese, it's incredible. Dude, I, I, I the first act has almost a little too much music because when you get past that, the movie is it's heartfelt. It. I watched it again, and I still I still walked around and paced in my living room just this week because there's, there's stuff I forgot about. I forgot about the scene of the country club when he runs <sighs> away and spaghetti, spaghetti by the waiter, and the oh, whole country club. And he's wearing white club. shirt, white pants. They laugh at and him. And then she punches Johnny in the mouth. Though that was that was awesome. And so the movie is so he he can't catch a break, dude. He gets beat down on the beach, and dude, when you get beat up on the beach. When you get beat up in front of people, and she goes to help when them. When you get beat up in front of your girl, dude. Leave me alone. That's what he tells her. Yeah. Just, just leave me alone. Hey, let me lick my wounds. Because your pride is broken. Your yeah. pride is hurt. And uh, all his new friends turn on him in a heartbeat. His new friends are punks. And you notice at the very end, they're they're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm holding him <them> up. <laughs> where she, were you at? Where you guys been, dude? Kiss my they, butt. They suck, <laughs> Dude. Dude. People are with you when you're winning. When you're losing, they're um, far, far away, man. I know that. And I when you're winning that. again, they're right. Oh, man, I was just gone for a second. Dude, I, it's story of my life, dude. <laughs> An executioner, 5-0, lose two in a row. Ain't nobody like me no more. Then oh, I had to beat down that poor oh. hillbilly <laughs> to get my boys back. <laughs> <laughs> Fair weather fair. Thanks a lot, Ray Lopez. Oh, beating me down. Shoot. Dude. Uh, <laughs> Lopez watching this, listening to this podcast right now. Like, he's like, I remember beating that dude up. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it's okay though, because he he ended up fighting Andre Arlovsky after he beat me up. It was <gasps> awesome. Did he get his head kicked down? No, in? man. He went all three rounds. I thought he was gonna choke him out in the first. He did great. That's great. Yeah, and that that has to do with this, because that's martial arts. Legit. So he's getting beat down like crazy. And he, he has, a and he's—he's g- he's, all he's got is his mom, and he don't want to talk to her, but he no, can't talk to his mom about She's gonna about worry, this. and this is the thing: when you're growing up and you give a bully at school, you can't tell your mom. You can't tell your mom. No, like I—I told my worried, mom once, and man. she went to school and told the principal, and you know what happened? You got beat down. It got worse. Yeah. They bring the kid in, leave poor little Nesto alone. And that kid's going through his head like, I cannot (laughs) wait to get this dude. Remember when you got called in, Tony? I was just going to say, (laughs) yeah, I knew. He got called in. Um, What was that thing called? Uh, PPI. Positive peer influence. Positive peer influence. And they try to bring me in. So dude. whenever you had a fight with other kids in the school, they'd bring you in and have a mediator, another student would try to help you to work it out. And it was this kid who told you you were just mean to him, right? You're just Listen. <laughs> Listen, don't put me on blast. It was it was it was it was a different it's different. It was marching it was. It was uh, band I, I'm not class. saying you were bad. I'm just saying when you got brought I in. That was horrible, though. When you got brought in, what would you tell that kid? I, I, in front of the, the, the positive peer influencers <laughs> trying, to mediate. Try, trying to mediate this thing. And they're like, okay. So, uh, and I, the whole time I'm staring at him. And I'm like, you know how much worse this is going to get <laughs> now, man? And they're like, well, uh, well, we're trying to help. And he's just like, come on, man. <laughs> Dude, that poor kid. You just kid. look at him it like, it's just going to be so much worse I can't I'll wait until tomorrow at lunch, dude. Because we all ate lunch in the band room. <laughs> <laughs> that poor kid. But you can't, but you can't tell your mom. Because your mom's going to go complain and it's going to be worse for you the next day. And so Daniel, he's alone. He can't go to nobody. He has no man to tell him how to do stuff. So he's getting beat down and he's by himself, man. And it's ruthless. And then he, he meets this janitor who refuses to, he sa- saves his life. Holy cow, that's seen awesome when the, the, that's one of the skeleton best. costumes dude that, that scene They're shit ch- well he tried to get revenge it, it, it was a, it was funny but what a bad idea i know it's you versus five you don't pull a prank on guys it's four. Oh, it's four in that scene four, you're right there's four yeah. in that scene but still you don't pull a prank that you're too he's too, too he can't get away and you know what's crazy is Johnny was rolling a joint in the bathroom. Yes, I'm like, holy smokes! This is ready. a kids movie, dude. <laughs> I don't know if it was, dude. It was a teen movie. Yeah, true that. Um, watch it. We're five years old, loving life. But I don't uh, know. so Miyagi saves him. Daniel asks him to help him. He won't, and De- he does him good advice. He goes, you know what he say? He goes, there are no bad students, just bad teachers. He's like, you know, if the teacher's bad, it makes bad students. So you go to the teacher, tell him to stop. And he goes with Daniel to go to the teacher, tell him that's when you meet Cobra Kai. Which is the the, the then you realize that the sensei's a bully. He's and he's teaching them to be bullies yeah, as well. He wants them to um to jump people, to you gotta get your guys' backs. And, and he's he's like Initiate, e, initiating them to beat up. He's knocking kids down. These are kids, he's knocking them down to make them look like chumps in front of other kids. In his dojo, just... Um, he's sorry, dude, but I will say the best part about the Cobra Kai is the sleeveless geese look so <laughs> sweet, dude. They are pretty awesome. They're, they're awesome. But when, when you're talking karate, you don't need the sleeves because, like, uh, jiu-jitsu, the sleeves you can use as a weapon, but with karate... it you know, that they, they, if, they're, if they're wearing sleeveless geese, they're not going to affect, you know, their martial art. But they look so dope. And look, they're black. They look so good. Dude, they look sweet. But um, so it's at that meeting, when they meet at the dojo, and he sees how much of a bully the sensei is. That he decides. The best part is though is when he walks in. Johnny's got a sling on. Like Miyagi, like beat he those put kids it down. down. And like the best part is this is 1984. Okay, if there was a movie now with a bunch of teenagers jumping a kid and a grown up beat the kids up, you go to jail. You're going to jail, dude. In this Eighties movie, were a different time. Eighties, man. It was a good, good time. I, see, your I mean, life. that's back in the day when you know you got ten year olds smoking cigarettes. I mean, it's. <laughs> That's when it was, men, dude, <laughs> tough kids. Give your 15 year old a shot of something. Yeah, uh, but uh, jeez, different, different world. Um, it was a great world. <laughs> i can't <gonna> say that. <laughs> but uh, um, that's when Miyagi decided, I'm gonna help. And you know what? That scene is powerful because Miyagi literally gets in between Daniel's son and in between him and Sensei Crease. Kri- it G- gets in, gets in between them, and that's. Powerful. Seeing a man stand up for you, a man defend you, a man protect you—that's a Just Straight up, like the way way back, man. You, you're by yourself, and somebody stands stands up for you. There's this, and then you're not alone, man. If you've never seen the movie The Way Way Back, not The Way Back—that's a weird drama. The Way Way Back with um, the Office, Steve, Steve Carell. Carell. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Is the best um, ever. Um, SNL Girl from Idiocracy. Oh, um, Maya Rudolph? Maya, dude, you're pulling it like crazy straight, tonight. Straight boy. Um, Boise, Idaho. The movie is surpri- it's about a boy and his stepfather and his mom. And, he, and there's a scene at the end. We can't get off track. No, but I'm saying, watch the movie. It's worth the watch. It, that the one way, scene. way back. It's worth the sticky watch. That's a good movie, though, the whole movie. The whole movie, I'm just saying. There you go. Random Theater says watch way, way back. We'll get to that one day. Um, so then it becomes a move about training him, preparing him for the karate, uh, karate tournament where he's going to face the Cobra Kai students. Well, one thing Miyagi tells him, you have to listen to me and do everything that I tell you to do in order for this to work. He has to be the teacher. Danielson's got to be the student. He's they make a covenant. Deal. They make a deal. Yeah. And uh, so, great movie, great premise, story goes, it ends climatically at the tournament, which is a great sequence. Best, best music for the best sequence. Oh, okay, dude. (laughs) So. I think I sang part of that song during one of our podcasts. You did already, man. You know what's funny? I thought that song, you're the best around. Never gonna keep you down. I thought that was from Best of the Best. I'm so stupid. What? But I, can't, I couldn't tell you the music from that movie. Eric <laughs> Roberts is the man. But uh, so was uh, Chris Penn. Wasn't that too? He was. Is he dead? Yeah. Okay. Heart attack. Oh, jeez. You know, what's crazy though is he was like a black belt, like legit martial arts. I know. Yeah, he was a bad dude. Well, Karate Kid was Especially a. Best of the Best was sweet though. Yeah. Karate Kid was a massive hit. Massive hit, so much so it spawned a trilogy of movies. There was Crotty Kid. We seen part three in the drive-in when we were real young. Yes, we did. And so Crotty Kid 1 came out, Crotty Kid 2 came out, and Crotty Kid 2, I'm going to say this, maybe one of the best sequel openings of all time. Because part two ends exactly. Okay. The opening of part two. Is the end of part one. has what you wanted, the whole part one. It's incredible the whole playoff. The time you want Miyagi and Kreese to do their thing. But it never happens in part one. And it happens at the, in the beginning of part two. That What but, a great but intro. It, but even though part three was the worst. Part three, the movie goes off the rails. It was so bad. But there is a legit scene when Miyagi fights both those guys. And the kid. Oh, yeah. Beats them all down. It's sweet. It's... Uh, in the theater, though, when Kreese comes out... Of the uh, from had, behind the, the poster, poster yeah, because they think he's dead. Scared me, dude. That scared me. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that was ooh. that was brutal, dude. Because oh, Daniel's by himself. By himself, dude. Part three sucked, though. And then they tried to reboot the movie <laughs> oh. with the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank. Yeah, man, if you can sit through that movie and watch the whole thing, you are a better person than me. I've tried twice. It's really bad. It's poorly written. It's like they wrote it in a room. Every, it's like that skit, skit from Key and Peele, how they wrote well, Gremlins, Gremlins too. 2. They're just, just, Funniest. just throwing crap in Spider Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> They're just throwing stuff in the movie. What if it's a girl? And what if there's scenes with Miyagi around pantyhose who doesn't know what to do? And what, it just, first of all, Miyagi wouldn't have left Daniel's son. Never. That, it's, it's his son. That's his beloved, he's not gonna. Which is why the movie's so amazing. And we'll get to tell that. Us, yeah, yeah so, um And then they re- remade, we made the whole franchise. I don't, even, I don't even acknowledge that that's an existing movie. I'm going to tell you, brother, it's not as bad as Next Credit Kid or as Part 3. It, it's not, but what they're doing is they're remaking the original. Right. And that's not working. They're, it's for a different generation. Well, you though. can't do, well, that's the problem. Like, the opening scene is the opening scene of part one is him with his friends at the car saying goodbye. I was like, oh, look at this. They're paying homage to the original movie. It's whack. (laughs) It's whack. (laughs) Did you give it a chance? First of all, Jackie Chan is way too young to be a Mr. Miyagi. That's true. And But Jackie Chan is a great martial artist, though. Yeah, he's amazing. I hated it, dude. You You're watched not, it? Yes, I watched it. And you hated it? I hated it, dude. Not a single thing you liked about it. Not a single dude, thing. Dude, my favorite scene from, part, from the original is whack in the second in the, in the reboot. It is whack. You're, it's stupid. They try too hard. It, they, it. Okay, so that's the story of the Karate Kid. Um, we'll get to more in a little bit now. The cast... Yeah, Ralph Macchio is Daniel's son, who was an 80s heartthrob. He was on Tiger Beat magazine. He, the kid was beloved in Remember the Remember the movie where he was the guitar player? What was that movie? It was called um, Crossroads, I think. Yes! And he sold his, uh, or he, he meets uh, an old blues guy that sold his soul to the devil. Yep. So Ralph Macchio's got to play guitar against the devil's main guitar player. Which is like Steve Vai or something. I th- No, is it Steve Vai or is it the I Dragon Slayer? I don't remember who it is. It, that movie's dope, dude. It's And he was in, he, he made it into the beginning of the 90s in My Cousin Vinny, which is an awesome one. Awesome. The scene when uh, he thinks he's being pulled over for shoplifting and it's for murder. Yeah. <laughs> and they're totally, like, confessing. <laughs> it's so funny, <laughs> Dude, about when he plays an Italian, I like him the best. He's awesome. He's a great Italian in Karate Kid. He, he's oh, I was gonna say he's an Italian in the Karate Kid. Big time Italian man, which is like LaRusso, LaRusso, Daniel LaRusso. Dude, nice car, Miss LaRusso. <laughs> That's so, <laughs> so bold. She's got that bow, dude. When he picks up uh, the girl, and they got to push start it in front of the parents, and they're and the like pi- super and the, rich, the, the big mansion. That is. So that Daniel's son. We can relate to all this. So stuff. then you have Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi. His only role he ever did besides Collision Course, which sucked. He was on Happy Days, fool. You're right. I always forget that. But film-wise, okay. no, was Happy Days before this, Heck, yes. Yeah, Happy, Happy Days, is late seventies, dude. Okay, so but in um, he was in a movie with Jay Leno called Collision Worst Course. Worst movie ever. It's not- where he's the only guy from Japan that doesn't do karate. But then he magically does a karate kick through, through a the window. a and bust it Get the, out of here. Dude, that was a crazy ending. I can't believe Leno was in a movie. He was in a... Was that the only one? I don't know, dude. So, um, and then you have Elizabeth Shue as Allie with an eye. The heartthrob. Dude, when I was a kid, this might have been one of my early girl guy things. She was really pretty. Yeah, she was. Um, but, uh she was real pretty and it was a very like um, soft beauty I don't know what to say it's not like it wasn't wasn't overly like sensual it was just like an innocent yeah it was nice man it was like a it was like a patty mayonnaise thing that's perfect it was a patty mayonnaise thing. the scene when when, uh, patty was getting off the ferris wheel and Doug was gonna help her and then the fireworks were going and they held hands for the first time dude oh man that changed my life dude (laughs) So, Roger was the, was the Johnny. He was a Johnny. Now, there is a thing on, on YouTube claiming that, that Daniel is the bully. I don't get it. Okay. I watched it. It's the dumbest, stupidest crap I've ever seen. That's because it's on the internet. It's some guy wanted, wanted people to click on his stinking video. He had, he, Johnny's a psycho. Johnny's a like. The way he's with that girl. You, you, I'm scared he's going to hit her. Like, it's literally like grabs a radio on the beach. Yeah, it breaks it. And uh, he's like, grabbing her like, I just want to talk. But it's very like uh, one of those uh, abusive. Yeah, like, he's uh, really aggressive. And I'm scared. He, that, that's a bad man. That's a yeah. very bad man. That's something that's going to turn into stuff like. Real bad. Yeah. Unless he, someone teaches him, uh, trains him out of it. Unless someone teaches him a lesson, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, it was a shoe. she was in, a, she was in a Babysitting, also an early 80s gem. With Vincent D'Onofrio playing Thor. That was not Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes, it oh. was. Nice. Yes, it was. He looked that good at one point in his life? He had them locks, dude. That was a good movie. It was. Remember when the um, dude on the train drops the knife in the dude's shoe in his foot? Um, <laughs> anything else she was in early? Was cocktail. Oh, that's the one. I know, <laughs> but uh, um, so favorite scenes for me, as cheesy as it is, I love the tournament. I absolutely adore How is the that music. Cheesy, dude? That's the that's the, the and watching the fight, the fighters fight. There's some good fights in there, mm. and. and, and Danielson walks in there. First of all, Miyagi lies for him. Says he's a black belt and steals that black belt. Yep. That's pretty awesome. And uh, the best is when he says, uh, hey, there's only teachers and students allowed. <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, she's the translator. And I can't understand his instructions without her. And he's like. He three two times. Yeah, and then he says, he says some gibberish. And then she says, oh, he says, uh, you remind him of an uncle back home. And he says, oh, that's really kind of you. Okay. You know, he lets him through. And he's like. What does he say? Thank you you very much. We're glad to have you. You're welcome there never been in a tournament. He asked Miyagi, "How does this work?" He goes, uh, "I don't know." I never, I never fought for points. I yeah. fought for life. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, but Allie dated Johnny, so she knows all the rules. So, and for us as the audience, we she, we learn the rules as well. Yeah, yeah she breaks and we it go down. Through a lot of the tournament, we see him his first fight. His first fight, he was just running out of the ring over and over again. It was great because that's how I fight Miyagi being. has to break it down. Listen, dude, you got to stay on your ground. You know, you it's his man. first point is a good point. His first point is amazing, dude. He, uh, does he jump and give a kick? Right side, he steps to the side and kicks. Oh, good kick to the stomach! And then Man. the last one, he just kind of does a little. Uh Flamboyant, Karate Chop to the back. Yeah. But um, it's funny though, because like he barely gets out of the first one, and she's like, "You're the best." And then the song starts jamming, and <laughs> you're, you're like, "She just says the line, dude, for nothing." But if you noticed in his crowd, what was was the guys who turned on him? Yes, in, in the crowd, crowd. Yeah, yeah, they're in the crowd cheering, and it goes, and you see other fighters, and there's that Japanese. You see kid. the Cobra Kai going through everybody, the Blackies just wrecking people, man. And did you notice that the black kid in the Cobra Kai was the Living gay the guy from Revenge of the Nerds, yes, dude? Yes! Oh. <laughs> With the javelin, dude! Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, we, we uh, what does he say? We we uh, synced it up to his limp wristed style. <laughs> so funny. And he this is like, <laughs> boing, boing. <laughs> That's so funny. That's right, dude. Um, so. The tournament goes through and it goes to the semifinals finally. And Daniel does good. He's jamming, dude, through it. He, he knows his basics. He's confident. He's fighting it through. And then uh, at the semifinals, he's told the, the guys, the Cape Cobra Kai guys, like, you know, take him out. End him. T- take him out. Hurt him bad. He's like, I can beat him. He goes, take him I out. I don't want him beat. That's oh. what John says. What a terrible sensei. Crease. That kick he gives to him, that jump On down the, into the leg, oh. wow, that would hurt, yeah. man. Wrecks him. Goes down, goes, but he comes back out to face Johnny. And that sequence, when he faces Johnny, it's a great What fight. did you notice, though, when he does that, and then uh, the sensei's, like, clapping, and his boys are looking at him like... What kind of guy do we have as our teacher? And what's teacher. great is when he take when he kicks him down, he goes to the ground with him. That the student was it? Uh, was it Bobby? Think so. And he's like, "I'm sorry, Daniel. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean it. it." It's like he's the only good kid. He, 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 he's being pulled He's got away a heart, he's, but he wants to be with his friends. Was he the one that says he's had enough? Yes. Yeah. The fight he's, yeah, this, he's, And then skeleton cr- skeleton now He's costume. got a soft heart. He's like, he's had enough. I say when he's had enough. Remember, and, no uh, mercy. Man, that I hate Dutch too, man. Oof. Put him in a body bag, <laughs> dude. That's not Dutch. It's, who's that? Um, I hate that guy. That guy's his voice. No, Dutch, Dutch is the one with the bleach blonde hair. Yes. Is, oof. Um, he's mean, dude. Real mean. He's the one that was giving him crap in the and locker the, room. He couldn't figure out how to tie his gi. Because yes. he didn't have his belt. Right. <laughs> Mommy not here to dress you. Oh. Hey, and I'm talking to you. <laughs> the crane kick is one of the cla- that scene you see. Which here's. I mean, I know he's Miyagi's practicing it. He never shows him how to do it. Yeah, he models after him. Yeah. We gotta do we um, do? But uh, great. Just, it's, it's, it's classic. And he hits him. Gets the point. Johnny, like a like a G, gives him the trophy. Yeah. And tells him not bad, LaRusso. And then Daniel gives him the "You're all right, LaRusso. and Daniel's like, "Thanks a lot!" (laughs) Woo, like it out of my face. The camera goes to Miyagi and just like just freeze frame, smiling, just the sunshine, giving giving the the hedged head nod, like my man. Yeah, you're gonna see the sensei of the Cobra Kai beat down to the second movie. The beginning of the second movie, and it's that scene. Wow, is that incredible? Um, so that's my favorite scene. What's Can you your favorite scene? You imagine what a car window would do to your hand. It would. I, I've broken a car window with a rock. It's hard to go through a car you ever window. You see those uh, YouTube videos of the kids trying to break windows with their heads. Idiots. It's, and then they do it like a bunch of times. Oh <sighs> Okay, my favorite scene. Miyagi tells him. Mister Miyagi tells him, right from the beginning, anything I tell you, you have to listen to. Straight up. Everything I tell you. So, in Daniel's mind, is he's. He's uh, wasting his time because Mr. Miyagi is making him do all the chores in the house. We have to wash those cars. They're dirty. And it's a bunch of cars. Wax on, wax off. Hey, Mr. Miyagi, where do these cars come from? Detroit. Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah. Yeah, boy, Detroit Diesel. (laughs) So the wax on, wax off. He's he's making, making sure he's telling them, though. Right hand, left hand. Wax on, wax off. Breathe in through yep. your nose, breathe, in, breathe in, out breathe through your mouth. Up. Yep. And then he goes to paint, paint the fence. Same thing. He's Sand, the floor, in. Sand the floor. Sand the floor. All these things, and he thinks that Miyagi is just wasting his paint time. Paint the house. Paint the house. Side to side, dude. And then um, he's done. But he comes. He, he's, uh, I think he gets done fishing or, uh, or fishing. And he's all pissed off because he's like, Well, what do you think? I didn't want to go fishing. And he's, and he's, uh, he tells him, I'm, My shoulder hurts. I can't do anything. Show me what was the last one? Paint the house. Show me paint the house. Yeah. I can't. My shoulder's killing me. And that's when you see him do the thing where he warms his hands up and like, puts it on the joint and pushes flies pressure. And, he, and he's got full mobile mobility. He's like, How did you do that? And he's like, don't, don't worry about it. Focus. And so Daniel's over here ticked off because he thinks the whole time he's using him to get For stuff done in his house. Then he starts breaking down everything that he made him do is muscle memory now. And it's defense. Karate defense. Blocking kicks. Blocking punches. It's And when he goes all out on him. Hey, hey. And hey. he and he's blocking everything and it and it's so amazing. And Daniel's face is in just shock. And Mr. Miyagi says, you know, bow. They bow at each other and he slaps him in his head. He says, "Look in the eye. Always look in the eye." And you're just like, he and you realize just like Daniel just realized you you're relating to him because he's you you at the same time realizing I know karate defense. Dang! I love that because he has to. Maggie develops his character as much as his karate. Yep. He's got to help him be a hard worker, f- a diligent student. He's got to earn his power. He was just given his power carelessly and a bully with it. He, I mean, he earned it through sweat, through work, and he learned from a teacher. That's that's powerful, man. That's that that seems incredible. It's. It's amazing. That's why the remake, that, that whole part is just like, come it's, on. It's nowhere near. Because that wax on, what's off? That's, a, we're walking with cars. That is legendary. So many, so much work he does, the, waxing all those cars, painting the fence. He goes, I'm done painting the fence. He goes, both sides. He goes, what do you think? He's like. Uh, not yet. It <laughs> just gets up and goes back to Peyton. Sing, dude. I'll tell you what, though, man. Wax On, Wax Off is famous. It's it's till to this day you can say it, and anyone over 20, 30 years old is going to laugh. <sighs> There's a scene in the the next credit kid with the girl trying to do Wax On, Wax Off, and she won't have none of it, and I'm like, this is so stupid. I can't handle this movie. Dude, um, The uh, okay, way off, way off track. There was a, um, I don't remember what UFC it was, but Leota Machida, who is a uh, dad's from Japan. He was born in Brazil, karate master, one of the best karate practitioners ever in the UFC. He fights Randy Couture, Randy Couture's last fight. Wow. Machida throws a crane kick and lands it and knocks out Randy Couture's tooth. And Mike Goldberg and Joe Rogan are both like, he just did the crane kick. <laughs> And Joe Rogan goes, uh, "No can defend," <laughs> and it's so <laughs> funny, dude. Live on wolf. the UFC, That's dude. A great pull. It's so. If, if go YouTube that the Leona Machida, Randy Couture, he does the crane kick and he says, "No can defend." <laughs> okay, I'm going to put the, this YouTube clip on our Facebook page. This uh, from YouTube. I mean, Do YouTube. it. YouTube. It's a uh, Randy Couture and who? Leota Machida. Leotta Machida, how the crap do you spell that? I'll figure it out. Um, that's incredible. dude. It's so funny. No can defend. It's, what a good. It's poem. so funny, dude. Um, so we love this movie. Incredible eighties awesomeness. Now, when we read on theater, we're different than any other movie review show in 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 on Podcast Nation. Okay because we always have a section where we talk about how the movie raised us right and raised us wrong, because for us, these movies had profound impact on our lives. Um, they changed, some movies changed the way our whole lives would go, because for us, these films taught us about right and wrong, morality, everything. So let's look at a little bit of, of what this, did, this movie did. So, Raise us Right first. This movie taught us how to fight with honor. The Cobra Kai believed in the, in the dojo, they say, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. That's the fighting of the street, isn't it, Tony? Yeah, that's, um, I mean, it's a jungle. For for somebody to be teaching their students like that, though. Okay, but out there in the streets, you learn, you got to get home alive. My mom always said to me, Mom said, You get home alive no matter what you got to do. My mom was like, She was telling me, Well, I remember you told Jesus one time, I I don't know if he got in a fight or something, and you were like, Don't hit somebody when they're down. And I told him, When they get down, you keep going. Because that's the street. you got to get home. I, I should have been a, a brutal, merciless fighter because the street where we grew up. But for this movie, seeing Cobra Kai, it made me say, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the, the bad guys. I want to fight with honor. One time Jesus came home bragging how him and his boys beat up a kid they didn't like at school. And he was telling the story. I looked at him like, what are you doing bragging about this? And for all his friends, I'm like, you jumped a kid. Does make you strong or brave? It makes you a chump. It makes you a bully, dude. Because honor matters. So when I fought, I never did the first punch. Never. Um, I always waited for the throw first. Which sometimes I lost the fight because of that. But I always waited for that. For them to, I was like the federation, dude. I let them hit me first, and I would let let loose the dogs of war. Because mom always said to me, if "Someone hurts you, hurt them back twice as bad." Which mom told some crazy stuff, yeah, dude. Yeah, mom taught me how to punch, dude. Um, But I wanted to fight with honor because I I didn't want to just be a killer. You wanted to be Daniel. You didn't want to be Johnny. I didn't. I didn't want to be Johnny. But, dude, you you were much more a brawler than I was. You fought more than I did. So you knew the way of the fist more than I did. Now, number two, this was going to get a little crazy. This movie, I watched it again this week. And there's a scene in this movie. I got misty-eyed. Like like misty-eyed, I felt an ache deep in my heart. And this is the truth I learned from this film. Every boy needs a father. Daniel was a very angry kid. Remember that scene with his bike? Throws it in the dumpster. He's, I hate this yeah, bike. He's throwing it. And, and he's f- yelling. Kick him in the dumpster. And That's classic angry young man. With No one doesn't know how to deal with his anger. Doesn't know how to. Just, you said to him, alone in the world. No one to defend you. Defend you. Protect you, tell you how to be a stinking man. I mean, who teaches anyone how to be a man? We learn that crap from our what, from our friends, from the street, from movies. He, I mean Miyagi, and his birthday gives him. He tells him too. Did you get your license? He says yeah, and he pulls it out, all happy and proud. Because no one's happy for him. He's, no, and he, of, he couldn't wait. He couldn't wait to come to Mr. Miyagi's because Mr. Miyagi had a cake for him. He wanted to come celebrate with him. And then he goes, oh, man, my mom's doing this thing for me. I got to go. He came to Miyagi's first because every boy needs a male role model. Just, we need it. We need to. Man, have. was Mr. Miyagi an incredible male <sighs> role model? Mr. Miyagi was like our Uncle Johnny. Like he's great. Just the uh, just an awesome guy. Just and he's not perfect, and it's still awesome though. Um, Miyagi's a hurt character, man. That scene when he comes home and he's drunk, you learn he's got pain deep down. Daniel went there after the spaghetti incident, and he's already messed up emotionally. So himself. he's, and then he walks into that. Wow, and when he and puts Miyagi, Mr Miyagi's got his, his military uniform on. Yes, he he's does. drunk as a skunk. Got a picture of his wife, it's his anniversary. It's the anniversary. Oh. That scene, you cannot put that scene in a movie nowadays. That it, it's a, it's a young kid whose uh, teacher and mentor is drunk. Then he has Daniel do a shot, remember? Yes. Bonsai! Bonsai! The bonsai tree? No, not bonsai tree. Bonsai! And <laughs> Daniel takes a sip. And he's like, oh, he can't handle it. He's like, what is this? And Mr. Maggot was just drunk as a skunk. And he, and he was dealing with, he, just like every other year, he deals it with a biopsy grief. And he's got, and now... Danielson, no, Danielson puts him to bed, takes the letter. Puts him to bed, puts the blanket puts the on out, him. Blows the candle out, and then bows to his master. That's powerful. Oh, man, you're getting emotional, dude. At the birthday the, the, the party, though, he's going to leave. He gives him the gi with a, with a bonsai tree on it. With the patch that his wife <sighs> made. And then, um, I know you know. He's like, Mr. Perry, if you want this back, I know what it means to you. I know you know. Ooh, it, but then he goes, takes him outside and gives him a car. He no, says, choose. That, that scene, because to have a man... And believe in you, invest in you. I always talk trash at my kids, just because I'm like I never got nothing. I'm like I say, I'm I'm not gonna buy my kids a car. I'm not gonna help with college. I want to bless my children, dude. You are, you're gonna bless them with everything that you never had. I don't want to spoil them though. I don't want to spoil the kids, but I they don't have you ain't Bill Gates, fool. You ain't gonna be able to spoil them that bad. (laughs) You ain't Henry. (laughs) You ain't got that Henry bankroll. (laughs) Andrew's yeah, <laughs> giving his daughter's birthday parties that are going to be better than my wedding. <laughs> here, honey, look, here, honey, I got you a pony. You're the best, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's going to kill you, dude. I know. Um, but, uh, dude, I'm, I want to help. I'm, I want to bust. I'm their father. I'm going to invest in them and believe in them. And Miyagi loved Daniel as a kid, that's all I wanted in the world, man. Someone—well, that's what every boy needs. Someone to go, go into school and stand with you, man. Someone to—you're to, not alone. You're just not alone in life. It's a crazy thing because our, our mom was incredible. She played both roles. She, and she, she couldn't. She tried. She she did, but she, she's not supposed to have to do that. Yeah. Um, dude, every boy needs a father And this movie, this movie watching it again Hurt me, it, it, it cuts to the quick, dude And lastly Something we want to say you, you, you don't want to tell me this word Respect your elders and listen to them Break it down for us, brother Well Mr. Miyagi Agrees to teach him and Part of his conditions are Everything that I say that you, you, you listen to. And uh, being rebellious kids, you don't want to listen to that. what anybody's got to say. I know better. I know me better than you do. But you know what? If you, if you stop, take time and listen and do what you're told, you'll find that it's from life experience what they're telling you. Straight up. Um, I call a lot of people at L by L, I call the Mr. and Mrs. last name. My, I, I want to respect my elders and be c- c- courteous to older, the older generation than myself. Uh, I, th- I think that's very beneficial. They have a lot of stuff to give, a lot of stuff, to, uh, like a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge, man, a lot of knowledge. And and the sad part is, kids nowadays don't want to hear nothing, dude. They want to make fun of the old generation. Yeah. And we all do it. We all get there where no, everyone's stupid. I know everything. Now that I'm older, I'm grateful to have 50-, 60 year sixty-year-old men figure in my life. I want that. I need that. People that have kids older than mine been through crap that I haven't been through yet. Ah, oh, man. So raised us right. This movie gave us a lot of good stuff. It really did. And we only have like one thing that it gave us that wasn't good. And and it's a hard one. Talking about it before the podcast. There's only one thing it gives us that... Like, the Karate Kid is the perfect story because all he has to do is dig deep. Which is hard. Digging deep is hard. Most people don't do it. Most people... Thing. And you see Daniel sometimes in the middle of the movie running from his problems, hiding in school, remember? Won't talk to the girl, to the alley because— Yeah, running away, uh, going the opposite way from where the bullies are at. Yeah, just hiding from his problems. And she, and he even tells her, you deal with things your way, I'll deal with them mine. Because you're telling him you can't hide all the time. But yeah. he's like, I'm, I'm, there's four or five of them. I'm by myself. What am I going to do? And most people in life, they run away from their problems. They don't face them. They just they hide from them. You gotta dig deep and face the crap. That's what being a that's what being a grown up is all about. Even if you don't get the better of the bully or beat the bully down, if you stand up to him, put up a fight, it matters. They're gonna they're gonna have respect for you, dude. We 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 moved our whole lives when we were growing up. We there were a, so many times we were the new kid. We moved probably every three years. You think I can't even tell you how many elementaries and middle schools we went to. I try to ask my mom where we lived, and she can't tell me. Like we don't we don't I don't know. We used to leave our place, houses, in the middle of the night. Remember that stuff? Yeah. Wake up in the like we're, we're gonna move a new place, and I didn't realize it's probably because uh, <laughs> owed some rent. <laughs> I was glad the power was on. <laughs> Legit, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> new kid. And so, there's a lot to be said to be digging deep and trying hard. That, that, that goes a long way. But here's the thing: it's hard. Fighting can't solve all our problems. Digging deep, like like. There's some things you can't beat up with your fists. And the movie makes it seem like if you're just tough enough, you can handle anything. You can just you can fight any problem. There's some things you can't fight. There's some things you can't punch in the face. You know, things you have to accept. Things you have to, um, you have to take a hit. If you, if you can't fight something, you can't run away from it. You have to face it. You have to face it. But some things you can't punch in the face and beat it up. Sometimes you just gotta endure, man. That's the thing. It's hard. It's just sometimes you just have to take the hit and keep on walking forward. And that's tough, man. Like it's tough not having a bad guy to punch and knock down and just win. Like kid, you he beats him, he wins. I wish all of life we had a face to punch. I know. <laughs> I, need a I, jo- was- I need a Johnny for everything that sucks. That would be great. What if the what if the what if the government had a, a Johnny just go punch and beat up the government? That'd be awesome. Man, I, I can't tell you how many times I'm driving my truck at work, and I wish I could just pull over and Johnny get out of the car. <laughs> uh, road raging. You, you, you having a dream tonight? It's just Johnny. You're like everything's Johnny, dude. <laughs> I'm just walking around punching everybody. <laughs> Obamacare. It's Johnny. Johnny. Here's Johnny. <laughs> Gray hair. Oh, it's Johnny. Gray hair is cool. <laughs> 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 Gray hair is better than no hair. Dude, (laughs) one day if I could be the gray fox, silver fox. Silver fox. Mexicans look good with silver hair, man. Yes, they do. Women Um. love it. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, But uh, so I remember the first time in my life where I faced a problem I couldn't fight. Where I don't know how hard I worked, how much like, I do, I couldn't make enough money. I couldn't be strong enough to f- punch it. I couldn't make a problem go away. And the first time I was powerless as a problem, I didn't handle it well because I, I thought everything could just you know overcome. Oh yeah! And this one was just a take a hit, endure, and stand with those you love. And that's tough day after day, month after month. I wish everything was like a movie, but it's not. Life, man, nothing hits harder than life, to quote Rocky Balboa. Nothing hits harder than life. So that's heavy, dude. Seriously, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Preston, we keep saying dude. (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) So let's go ahead and, and walk this thing out. This is the Red Room Theater. You follow us on Twitter at Red Room Theater or check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Red Room Theater. Now, our movie for next week, uh, we talk about a lot. We, we, we're about to come down the pipe after the New Year. We're get through Christmas and New Year. We'll be putting some things out, so we allow the audience to choose a one movie per month. A lot of stuff coming up down the pipe's gonna be awesome. But for next week, our movie is, is gonna be a good one. We're reviewing the movie Jaws. We won't say anything about it now. I say, don't even get into it, dude. We'll get into it all next stinking Sunday. So, rest of the Red Room Theater. Um, as always, I'm Ernesto. I'm Antonio, and we shall see you next week.